Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it or something. Between it? You've gotten misgendered like four times in the past month. Maybe five. Which is really weird because you have a full beard and like anyone looking at you would have no question about your gender at all. You said that, and I looked in the mirror because there's one across the room. I'm like, yes, there's my beard. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks kind of funny because you've got just around your chin and not up over your lip, and it looks amusing my, to me. My mustache is um, not yeah. doing a mustache thing. And, and most guys who don't get the mustache just stick with the chin beard or um, shape their jawline hair a little bit more uh, shapefully, but yours is... Just I didn't shape anything except the neck yeah. part. I didn't intend to leave it on my face this long. but I know you didn't. <laughs> there it still is. It still is. Yeah. And so it's kind of wild that people are misgendering you. Yes, because it's odd. People don't pay attention. And they, they don't make efforts to pay attention, I guess. Yeah. And I might be one of those people in some other category, for all I know. That you... Ch- Forget to pay attention to things. Yes. Yeah, you do, but we love you anyway. Well, that's good. It's what it is. So, I mean, this started, let's see, I think the first one was you were out to lunch with some friends, right? Yes, I was out to lunch with some friends that I've known a long time, and we have lunch about once a month if we can. Yes. And... My friend was looking at the waiter, so talking to the waiter and sheing me. And the waiter wasn't sure what to do with that misinformation. I could tell he was confused, but he wasn't confused about the idea of gender being different than what you might perceive it as. He was more confused about, was she wrong or was his initial perception of my gender wrong? The waiter was confused about whether he had misread you or whether he was misunderstanding her or whether she was just confused. And why Why would she be confused? The look on his face was, hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think he realized he didn't need to do anything, so it was all good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just needed to bring your yeah, so pupusas I, or whatever it was. <laughs> whatever we were having for lunch. So then when he walked away, I said, hey. You're calling me she, and I. she's one of the people I, I hate to mention this to because she tends to be all apologetic about it, which is, it's not that it's insincere, she's sorry, but... She gets emotionally hijacked by the situation. By and, being sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting that energy into not sheing me. And quite frankly, by the time I got to the fourth or fifth being sheed this month, I was getting annoyed. Yeah. I was like, no, that's not my preferred pronoun. But preferred really isn't entirely accurate. It's just your pronoun. It's not a matter of preference. It's just accurate. And there's kind of this thing online right now where people are like, don't use the word preferred. Because it's not a matter of, I prefer this. It's a matter of, this is what is accurate. This is correct. This is not my preferred pronoun. This is my pronoun. That does make more sense. And it's much more direct to say what it is. Because that, that is really what I mean. Yes. 
I suppose if you were someone who is in flux with your pronouns, you might have a preferred pronoun that day or at that time, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. For me, that is my pronoun. So that is correct. And I appreciate that clarification because I like clarification. Yes, you do. Especially about pronouns. You are he. Yes. That is it. But your friend at lunch was having trouble with that. And then you went and took your mother out for groceries. Yes, my mother needed some groceries. And we got to the cashier and there was a question of putting in your pin or signing. And she can't see to do either of those things. No. So she said to the cashier, no, she can do it. But it was loud enough in there. The cashier seemed to be noticing that she was saying no but not understanding what else it was my mother wanted her to do about it. So it was like, that's okay, and ran it as credit or something, I suppose. I don't don't Mm -hmm. know what she did. Did you end up having to sign for her? I didn't. Okay. I expected to have to sign, but I didn't. They took care of it. Well, that's good. I think under a certain amount, which is unusual at some stores, that you might be under a certain amount because groceries of real food are expensive. Yes, so I didn't say anything to my mother because now that I, I look back at this, I think I have limited amount of energy to put into corrections of people who aren't going to listen. Yeah. And it's loud in there. And, and what I don't want to hear is why you misgendered me. Yes. Because you forgot or you haven't fixed that problem for yourself yet is my understanding of the reason. For your family, that most definitely is the reason. They struggle to fix problems for themselves in general, though. (laughs) They can struggle, for sure. (laughs) So, our our number uh, two child comes by it, honestly. That, yeah? So, I was also misgendered by the hairdresser. I don't think I corrected the hairdresser. No, I didn't. Because I was getting a head massage and I really didn't want to, you know, I was getting my hair washed and you get a little head massage with that because this person went to this kind of school, which is where I met her. And I was about to have a hot towel on my face and that just didn't seem conducive to correcting my misgendered pronouns. Okay. But I was also surprised and trying to think, what do I tell you? What What was the situation that she had caused to oh, refer to you in the third person? I had that hot towel on my face, and as she was putting that on there, I had had a lot of stress involving my family <laughs> and the, not solving their own problems. And I had said to her, it would be better if I just laid there with that hot thing on my face all day. And, and she said something like, well, we'll just call them and tell them, She's not coming back to work. She's um, otherwise occupied or something like that. And I'm like, no, 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 that's wrong. Yeah. That is wrong. Um, It is. So I didn't correct my mother and I didn't correct the hairdresser. But you did correct the chiropractor. I did. I corrected the kinesiologist chiropractor, not the regular chiropractor who corrects himself. Yes. He does. Because he looks at me. The kinesiologist is too busy looking at other parts of your body and envisioning, you know, when she's pushing on your arms and poking at things that she's not looking at your face. Well, that that might be one explanation, which would make sense. Because it seems to be the problem is, 
if you are looking at the waiter or someone else, if you can't see what you're doing, if I have a hot towel on my face and you can't see me, you might misgender me. And in this case, she was looking at the front desk person who was getting the supplements that I was requesting. Good. And talking to them. Right. And I said that those were the wrong pronouns. And um, she gave me the reasoning that she's not good at change. Again, I don't want to hear your reasoning. I want to hear, I'm sorry, I will correct that. And then I want you to correct it. Yeah. And maybe I have slightly less tolerance for this in the last couple of weeks because... Because you have less tolerance for everything lately. I, I ran out of tolerance. Yes, My family used it up. They have. And I, I ran out and I was just... But we're all done talking about them low, for now because that, so. we've talked a lot about them lately. So we'll come back to them later. Right. So yeah. that, that might be why, though. Yes. That and maybe I was just rather surprised to be being she'd. I thought about it a bit, and now that I think about that, I could, knowing that these particular people have problems with this, I could do that thing we do with our kids, like when you're going to go to the store or event or whatever, and you prepare them ahead of time and say, Now remember, here's what we're doing. I am he. So I could say to my mother, we're going to the store. And I notice that if you're not looking at me, you call me she, and it confuses the people. And my mother might say, well, then they'll just think I'm an idiot, meaning herself. Mm -hmm. So, you know. That that is the kind of thing she would say, but at least it would prime her to uh, either correct it or intentionally choose not to. It could, but I find it annoying enough that I'm not ready to deal with that. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah. Mm. No. Unacceptable. Yeah. I don't feel like I should. No. Need you to. Oughtn't. I probably need to. There's a lot of things that we shouldn't need to that <laughs> seem to be happening around us yes. that, that are needing. It is It is needing. And number two was intentionally misgendering his little friend at Cub Scouts the other day. Oh, yes. Which, you know, I mean, would normally be a... Kids tease each other and you deal with a little bit of it and see if they can solve their problems together and learn some social skills and then you step in when they can't. But because of our situation, we're a little bit more attuned to this particular type of teasing. Yes, and this was a night that there was a den meeting and I brought his sister with too, so she was sitting there as well. Yes. I wasn't sure if at first he misgendered him out of his own discombobulation. Yeah. Which is a permanent factor, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. And then realizing what had come out of his mouth continued because he wanted to egg this kid on because they tend to egg each other on. They do. This is the, the other spaz kid who is the den mother's kid, and we've mentioned him before, that these two really just bounce off of each other, and it becomes the ADD spiral. It can. Yes. Yes. The boy was quite offended, and he was correcting our child. And at first, it may have been an in, an unintentional, just because our kid doesn't talk good words anyway. Which is not entirely my fault. Not entirely. No. He does have a sensory perception disorder, and he still says a lot of words, especially polysyllabic words, 
with only half of the sounds or some misunderstood sounds. So it's completely acceptable for this kid with linguistic struggles and sensory struggles to just say the wrong word sometimes. Yes, it is. But then he got corrected and it became a thing. Yes. And the other kid, who is a little spazzy, but I really like him. He's a he's an interesting kid. He's very verbal. Mm-hmm. So the wrong words were just, you know, hitting him really the wrong way. Those are not the correct words. So there. Why are you speaking if you're not using correct words? Mm-hmm. I, I could see his brain doing that. Right. And trying to understand if he was just being picked on or our child was making a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, he didn't want it. So he attempted to correct our child. Yes. And then our child decided to run with that. Yes. And then I gave our child a stern look, shook my head no. Because you got the dad look down. I do. I, I noticed the other day, well, we, at the same meeting, we, he went outside to play after for a couple minutes, and he got his hands on a leaf blower, and they were playing with it. And we've had this discussion about not playing with tools, but I had he had turned it off a second, and I said, time to put that down. He said, okay. He turned it right back on, and as he's coming towards me, I close the door so he doesn't blow stuff into the people's house, and then he points it at me. And I got mad. Yeah. I didn't want dust and dirt and particles in my eyes. And I immediately gave him that look that he jumped back and then he turned it off. <laughs> and he was like, whoa. Yeah. I, he knows he's in trouble. Yeah. Because I am mad. Mm-hmm. You know, getting stuff in your eyes really hurts. It does. And can do more damage than, yeah. you know. That's that's anything no he can imagine, and it's not easy to fix. No, it's not. So so you, yeah, you I've got, got the, the dad da- look. I gave him the dad look when he was calling his friend Miss and her. Grr. <laughs> Naughty child. Yeah, well, you know, and that's just something that, like I said, we we do pay attention to because we have these experiences. But a lot of people would have no clue that we have these experiences. <laughs> That's true. I'm sure his mother just figured I was correcting him because she knew he was picking on someone and that that wasn't okay. Right. You know. Right. And the waiter, when you were out to lunch, had no question that you were male because you were giving your friend an odd look and you clearly appear male. Your presentation is male. Your physiology is male. And all the other people who deal with you who have no experience with your past life, just perceive you as male. I'm just some guy. You are just some guy. It's Uh kind of great. Uh And before you were some guy, but now the word just in there is kind of awesome. You're just some guy. I am just some guy. You are. I am. So, you know... So We don't think about these things about your gender being a thing until someone else says something or does something that makes it a thing. And so you took the kids to the beach the other day. Yes, I did. How did that go? Oddly enough, they were very well behaved. For once. No, that was the second time. They were also well behaved at the event we took them to a couple weeks before that. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. And I was at the beach and I thought, I'm going to take off my shirt and see if I can get a sunburn because... You want to get rid of old tan lines. Yes. Otherwise, they show up again. Yes, they do. 
So it, you just kind of have to burn them off, which seems weird, but there's other problems that people take care of in worse manners than that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would, you would kind of need someone painting the sunscreen on you to get exactly around the lines, you know, get the SPF 30 in the untanned areas and the SPF 100 on the previously tanned areas. And, and then you might have some slivers of wrongness in yes, between. Yes, and so it's just better for you in your case to just let it burn and... Just, yeah, a little sunburn. Not a big, not, like, not flaring Not turning into sunburn. a lobster. So I thought, okay, I didn't want to sunburn my head, so I had a hat. Good. And I didn't want to sunburn my shoulders because I had a bit of a farmer's tan. Yes. So I put some sunscreen on my arms. And you were using spray sunscreen. I was. And eventually, after spraying your lower arms and getting some sun on your upper shoulders, you recognized that the sun was kind of coming from one direction against your body, against one shoulder, as you were facing and dealing with our children and where they were on the beach in relation to where you had set up camp. And so you went and sprayed the other shoulder... Yeah, I, I decided that my shoulders had gotten a little bit of color and it was go- okay to go ahead and spray those now too. You know, blend in, the farmer's tan would blend in. So I, I like did, you know, right away did the lower arms that had the tan lines from the farmer's tan. And then about an hour or so in, I did my shoulders, apparently ineffectively. You were using the spray sunscreen, and mm-hmm. if you hold it a distance of 8 to 12 inches from your skin... It generally will coat a fairly large area effectively, but you did not hold it quite far enough, and you ended up with a little stripe. I did. I had a a, a stripe that proved how good our sunscreen was. Yes, because it was a nice, like blotchy little white stripe. white stripe down the front of my shoulder, mm-hmm. and the whole side and back of my shoulder was kind of red. It was, and my my chest wasn't, even though I was. In the sun a lot. I did try to get some sun on my chest, but the way I was sitting wasn't... Yeah, the sun was... You were kind of positioned obliquely to the sun, and so it hit you sideways. I I would lay down in between and try to get a little sun, and I got just a tiny bit of... You got some more color, yeah. ...color on there, which probably helped. It didn't didn't make old tan lines show up, so that's good. That is good. So... So I came home with a red shoulder. You did, with a big white blotch, and I found that amusing, and so did you, because what else are you going to do but laugh about things like that? Yes. And so I said, we need to take a picture of that. That's totally great. Other people will also find it amusing, and I did, and you just stuck your shoulder out, and I took a picture of your shoulder. Yes. And I put it on the Facebook with the quote that you suggested for the caption. Sunscreen works. Yes. Wherever you put it. Yes. Only where you put it. Only where you put it. But <laughs> that was that was kind of great. And so there I go, and I put this picture of your shoulder on the Facebook, and it also has your bare chest. And neither of us is thinking about this, like, at all. It's just some guy's chest and shoulder. Because you're just a guy. Noticing that. Yeah. And then I recognized that, hey, there's a nipple in there. And that it wasn't a big deal because yeah, it's not now. It's not now. It's not a scary nipple. It's just a nipple dude's nipple. <laughs> yes, which is a funny way of putting it. Scary nipple. 
<laughs> well, that's the thing. If my nipples were on Facebook, they would get censored and my pictures would get taken down faster than anything. Although I don't know why anyone would actually want to see my nipples, but... It's not allowed. Those are the scary ones. <laughs> <laughs> I have scary nipples. <laughs> because they're attached to big mounds of fat. That's really all there is to it. I know. It's kind of sad. Well, there you go. So I mentioned this to you. And, you know, because we can see your nipple, that also means that we can see your scars. Mm-hmm. And you had a... Very moderate reaction, but it was definitely a, like a, a, yeah, whatever, and sort of processing through, yeah, this really isn't a big deal. Oh, okay, I guess it's not a big deal. But I didn't care. You didn't care? No. Did it make you care at all, or did you care that you didn't care? I noticed that I could see my scars, and I had forgotten to bring the the zinc blocking stuff to the beach. You have a tan-colored zinc sunscreen that you use on your scars because it kind of hides them and keeps, keeps them, them from, from getting yeah keeps them from getting burned or darkened or whatever it make, kind of makes them blend into the rest of my chest right so then i feel slightly less self-conscious about scars yes do you generally feel self-conscious about scars when you change or when you i am aware of my scars i i don't know that i always feel self-conscious but i always feel aware of them Mm-hmm. Without my shirt on. Um, conscious means aware and of yourself, so... Well, okay, well... Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. I don't feel self-conscious about the fact that they're there, like, um, worried about them. Okay. I do not feel worried about my scars Thank most you. of the time. Thank you. However, I, was I am always sorry. very aware of my scars. Okay. okay. Thank you. Let yes, me say that all over again. All the words because I was confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I was missing the distinction. Thank you for clarifying. Okay. I, I often don't clarify. It's true. Yes, and I know I've, this. Sorry. I lived with you long enough that at this point I can often infer what the clarification would be. Sometimes it fails. Sometimes. So, your scars, they don't worry you, but you are aware that they are there. I don't think they worry me. I, I am aware of them in the way that I wonder if they're very noticeable, but right, it doesn't seem like anybody should care, so. It doesn't. Yeah. So. So is that it for that? I think so. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! And then the airplane comes by.
What else is new? You're just shaking and nodding your head, saving all your words for once it's actually time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it's... Don't don't talk my good while you're playing with your face hair. <laughs> it's, um, odd. And I put it on the Facebook with the quote that you suggested for the caption. It had words. Don't ask you to remember that. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!